podcasting from inside the stash. I'm Jenny. I'm Nicole. And this is Stash and Burn. Hello. Hello. <laughs> it's our holiday podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty soon we're going to be an annual podcast. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I think we we usually get out about one a month Yeah, I think we skipped November. It's pretty late December. It's, this is a regrouping year. Yes. This yes. was a 2013 was a regrouping year, but we are... It can know. only go up from here. That's true. Right? Exactly. <laughs> I, it does seem that you have been knitting. I, I felt like I've been knitting a lot more, but uh, when I looked at my list, I was like, well, I really haven't been knitting that much more, but a little bit more. Yay! Um, but when I showed up to meet Jenny today, Matilda was wearing a brand new sweater... That's super cute. Flax. She's from the Tin Can Knits Simple Knits, which everybody is talking about. It's like yeah. on every podcast, everybody's knitting something from that collection, including well, me. It is the perfect holiday pattern collection because it just goes really fast. And like, and we had a cold snap here. Oh, my gosh. It was crazy. And uh, it was like actually cold. It was. And so I was like, oh, my God, I, I don't have like enough oh knitwear God, for knitting. Matilda. So I made her flax out of some Malabrigo twist. Nice. What is that it's colorway? Like, I asked you, and then it's like a burgundy color. Yeah, it's, it's like so beautiful. I forget what it's called. Like it's it has depth, which like sometimes like is this Malabrigo that you're knitting with right now? It's like Malabrigo worsted. I feel like almost even though it's kettle dyed, there's this variegation to it. Where in the twist, it was like color on color. It was very tonal and color on color. So it, it had a sheen. I was surprised when you told me it was twist. I thought you were going to tell me it was something with silk content. I think it's because of the multiple plies mm-hmm. in twist. And this is like, it, this kind of, Malabrigo just comes out kind of matte looking because right. yes, it's like, Flied in the same direction, so it looks like a single, but it's not. Right, where um, the other is more of a like a glossy finish. Yeah. Right. And has multiple plies, so it has more like definition, I guess. Um Yeah, so it, it took like less than two skeins. It took maybe two or three days. <laughs> and what size did you make? I think I made the six to twelve because okay. my gauge was bigger. Okay. On twist. It wasn't like a, I, w- I went up needle sizes and yeah, but it, it fits her and it's so toasty and soft. And it's and top down. It's totally top down. Raglan. Raglan. And the real, the design feature is the garter stitch yeah. on the sleeves. And then do you do anything to make up for a row gauge difference with the garter or is it just set, no. such a small distance? That it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, and so then I was, like, so psyched about that sweater that I started um, Britannia, mm-hmm. that boat neck cable lace um, pattern from, from Cascadia. Cascadia. Also by Tin Can Knits. Yeah, right. and I'm knitting it in Malabrigo. Worsted. Worsted. And a really beautiful purple. Um, so that she'll have two sweaters. Nice. From me. Nice. I mean, she has other sweaters from other people, but... but. Sorry, cat. Um, oh, <laughs> well, um, I was going to start with what I had knitted, but since you mentioned the Tin Can Knits Simple Knits collection, I uh, will talk about what I'm currently knitting at this moment, which are the maze mitts, uh, which are the mitt pattern, and you can make them either fingerless or mitten, closed top mitten style. And I am going to make them closed top mittens because I don't have any mittens. Really? I've always fingerless gloves, you know, fingerless mittens, right? but no actual mitten. And um, I'm going to New York over the holidays. I was on the bus this morning with a coworker, and she's like, so you've already knit the other mitten? Because I'm about, I'd say I'm like two-thirds of the way done with one mitten. I was like, oh, no, I haven't knit the other mitten. And she's like, uh, I think you're in trouble. And I was like, ah, i got plenty of time. I'm not leaving till for two days. What yarn is that? This is Beaver Slide, oh. the um, Merino Mohair, which is 90% Merino and 10% Mohair. It is lovely. Oh, my God, it's so soft. It's really soft. And it's kind of marled, but not super 
It has like a Tweety look. It has a Tweety look. It's uh, wood smoke heather is the color. It's a, a light gray. And, I did uh, not expect something with mohair to be this soft. It's 10%. I mean, it's pretty small. And merino, I think, probably makes up for that. Right. Um, That's so pretty. It's very pretty. I've had this in my stash for. Ever. Just the one? I just bought one because okay. I it was when we were into Beaver Slide. We were right. excited about Beaver Slide. Right, and I was right, like, right. I'm going to buy a couple different ones right. and see what I like. Right. And then I did zero with it. Uh-huh. So I had this, which is a, a worsted, more traditional worsted weight. And then I have uh, one of the McTaggart's, I think. that which is, tweeds. Which is a heavier, like a bulky or, or Aaron weight yarn. I, I think it's bulky. That is just, I have one skein out again to do some playing with. But I, I am liking this yarn. And like you said, it is, you know, the mohair content is a bit of a surprise because it is so soft. But it just adds a nice halo. And it adds strength. That's, that's one of the reasons I really love Barefoot by Mountain Colors mm-hmm. is that mohair adds that strength that you need for socks. And right. so I think for something like a pair of mittens, this will be nice hard wearing. Like, yeah, like I'm going to get some be out there chopping wood or something with my mittens on. But still, <laughs> like, maybe I'll only ever have to make one pair of mittens or, you know, one pair of mittens a I think you could get multiple pairs of mittens out of that one I think, skein. I was thinking about making a hat, maybe the hat from that Simple Knits collection to sort oh, of yeah. go along with it. Yeah, that's a cute hat. So uh, so that's something that I'm working on. Um, I'll go backwards a little bit talk about some stuff that I finished. I made a uh, hat that I was calling the Steel Steps hat uh-huh. out of Queensland, the rustic wool. I don't think I took a picture of it. And it's a three-by-three three rib where uh, every second or third row, or maybe it's four-by-two or something, you move over a stitch so it looks like steps. Oh, nice. Um and I just sort of made it up. I saw the stitch pattern. I was like, oh, yeah, I could do something with that. And... um and it has a fold-over brim, and I think I'm going to throw it in my brother's Christmas stocking. <coughs> and I made a couple of kids' hats. I made uh, Sweetest Friend, which is a free Ravelry download by Solveig Engvold. And it's a bonnet, and it's knit all in garter stitch, stripes, and uh, it has a little bow uh, feature on it. Aww. And uh, I made that for a Glenn and Heather, whose baby was born in October. Ella. So, uh, I say that like everybody knows Glenn and Heather, but Jenny does. I do know Glenn and Heather. <laughs> so, um, who we met over Thanksgiving. She came over to our house on Thanksgiving. Very sweet baby. But I didn't have it finished in time to give it to her on Thanksgiving. Uh, and I knit it in a, this light blue Cascade 220 and then a yellow that I had just purchased because a co-worker of mine, is a, he and his wife are expecting a baby at the end of December. And they are uh, Golden State Warriors fans, and so I wanted golden. And they were having a boy, and so I wanted to knit something that was blue and gold, not that light blue. Uh, it's more like vintagey, heathery blue, and then yellow. And I made the Beamish hat by Wooly Warmhead oh, from nice. the Bambinis uh, collection, which I, I can't say enough. That collection is so good. I counted. I thought I had made more hats from that collection. I've only made four out of the twenty, but every one of them has been a total winner. And Beamish has a garter stitch border and then a stockinette top. And then it has this sort of I-cord feature at the top. You're supposed to do, I think, six little I-cords that stick out of the top. But I decided to do a pom-pom. It seemed more uh, fan-ish, like right. sporting fan. Right. And I even used an official pom-pom maker that nice. I had. Uh, I dug out of my tools. I was like, oh, hey, look at this. And I made a disastrous one, which Adrian appropriated uh, for when we play cat, which means he's the cat, and I use the <laughs> pom-pom to use as a cat toy. Oh, my God. That is awesome. I think he learned that from your cats, actually. <laughs> right? And uh, and then the, the successful pom-pom went on the hat. It's very cute. I just gave it to my coworker today, or yesterday, and he was very... It's so nice when people are, like, genuinely touched and surprised when you give something to them. He was... Really touched, and then he told me how much his wife loved it today. Oh, gave me a hug, and I was like, "Oh, sure." I just do this so I don't kill people. <laughs> but I'm glad that you and your family will benefit from yes. from this. 
society. It's like a win-win. <laughs> it is a win-win. <laughs> Possibly a win-win-win. I'm not sure. <laughs> so you finished that. So what the uh, the flax sweater? Did you finish anything else? Uh, no, I'm still knitting on the rain. I heart rainbow sweater on my commute. And then I also started a blanket out of the Udon. Oh yes. You said that. Um, this is for you. Yeah. It's because when it was cold, I was like, Oh, it'd be nice to have like a big pile of Udon on my lap. Uh huh. And it's true. (laughs) That's nice. But then I was, uh, and then I had to put it down for emergency baby knitting. Um, did you, uh, were you just doing a garter stitch, or did you? No. Guess what pattern I'm knitting? <laughs> Something from taking the tin can yeah, knits uh, knitting collection. A giant waffles. Oh, the waffles. Because yeah. <laughs> there's also a blanket pattern in the Simple Knits collection. Yeah, that's true. I'm just going to call this the Tin Can Knits podcast. But I just, I just love the waffles. I mean, it's just so easy. Yeah, and it's so attractive. Right. What are you going to do? Yeah. You can't resist that. What are you going to do? Um. Yeah. So. Um, Blankets. Let's talk blankets for a moment. Uh huh. I have a big bunch, like twelve hundred yards of Bodega Pastures, right? Uh, in that purple color. That right? purple color. It's kind of a rusticy wool. Uh huh. I knit a bunch of swatches in November, thinking I was going to knit a sweater. We talked about it on the last podcast. I had all these different ideas. When it comes down to it, I just think it's going to be a little too itchy for me to wear mm-hmm. in the long run. So then I got this idea that I could knit it. At a looser gauge, full it, and then back it with flannel. And so I can have the flannel side next to skin. Right. And then have the wool side to keep me warm. Yeah. So what do you think I should just do? Like, So I was doing my swatches on eights probably, sevens or eights. If I go up a couple of needle sizes, right? I like, think you've got to go up to like at least ten and a halfs or thirteens. Okay. Or elevens. Uh, yeah, go big. Go big. Do Do you think I should just do a garter stitch, or do you think no? No, I think you should do like a stockinette with a very small garter border. Uh huh. Because I think it'll end up being bigger that way, lengthwise, right? And you won't it won't get compressed as much from the garter. Okay. And then once right. you full it going to be really thick anyway. Right. And I'm not planning on like a full felting. I'm, I'm really talking about more fulling yeah. than felting. Yeah. So I wanted to fill out the stitches. Right. And uh, because it's beautiful color. And when I talked to, uh, I was talking to Christine about it, she knit something out of it, but felt like, but then added uh, like a cashmere collar so that it was wearable, you know, around her neck. And, uh, I'm talking about Christine from A Verb for Keeping Warm, but mm-hmm. she uh, she she actually kind of recommended a, a project where you would end up falling it. Mm-hmm. I think it will benefit from that. It's it's a fairly rusticy wool, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's it's pretty rough, yeah. Um, and it is much bigger than I think it's it's intended to be a worsted, but I never got anything. It's gonna bloom a lot. Well, and I was getting, Even you know, you didn't full it. 15 over four, 15 stitches over four. On eights? Was on maybe even on sevens. Like, Holy crap. I knit really, like I have to go down. Everything I knit is on sixes. It's just, it's silly. <laughs> <laughs> so, although I went down on these mittens, I should have knit these probably on sixes. I just grabbed fives because they were what were literally what was there. And I was like, ah, oh, that's good enough. And they're going to be, which is nice. They're going to be a little snug. But you can layer fingerless gloves or like the, yeah, you can layer fingerless gloves over the mittens. And that oh, way you'll have a double, double layer. layer. Nice. Um, all right. So I knew, I knew I could come to you for blanket advice. <laughs> Although I only knit blankets out of like super, super chunky yarn. I mean, this is a pretty <laughs> chunky yarn when it comes down to it. And I'll knit, if I knit it on 11s. And this could be a nice, like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing knitting next project. I could just pick it up. Yeah. The, the other key is figuring out. I probably should knit a swatch and full it so I can really get a sense of the dimensions and not just completely wing it. Right. And I have plenty of yarn, so it's not like I'm going to – it's going to kill me to do a, a fold swatch. Um, 
And then I'll have a sense of like, okay, this is how big of a blanket I'm going to actually get out of this. Right. And I think it'll be lovely. There's a, we, uh, Adrian has a wool blanket on his bed during the winter and it's definitely nice to have there. Cozy. So, so a couple other things on the needles, uh, in November, we went to the Verb for Keeping Warm anniversary party, mm-hmm. which was the release of uh, second release of Pioneer. Right, and we both got some Pioneer. I got uh, uh, Pioneer and Wolf Lichen, which is a chartreuse. Would you say, mm-hmm. yeah, acid green, yellow, <laughs> uh, yellow green, but not and, super acidy. No, but it's a, yeah, it's it's a little darker, but not. I don't know. I can't describe it. Yeah, it's it's one of those colors, though. It's interesting. If you show it to one person, they'll say it's green, and somebody else will say it's yellow. Right. So I, I never know what to, to how to classify that color. Right. And uh, I told myself if I could finish it and there was still Pioneer to be sold or to be purchased, mm-hmm. I would be able to buy some more for another project. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got three skeins and cast on the Bracken Vest by mm-hmm. Katya Frankel, which is uh, it's like a waistcoat, slim fitting, uh, a little cropped, uh, and it has sort of, particularly the top, it's uh, the thin straps. So I'm actually very close to finishing that, but I've put it aside for some uh last minute baby knitting again, the, right. the presents. Uh, so, uh, when I was last at verb, they still had, uh, they still had some pioneer. We'll see if after I finish, they still do, but it's a cute project. Uh, I, how do you like knitting with pioneer? I love it. It is also a lovely yarn for, have you, have you swatched or anything with I it? I haven't, I haven't even wound it yet. It's an incredibly soft yarn. There's something really, uh, it it has a sponginess to it, and um, this is gonna sound so strange, but like a freshness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is earthy. I'll tell you, there I've found a, I'm always picking out vegetable matter, but mm-hmm. it's clean vegetable matter, like, mm-hmm. and it's not super pokey. Like sometimes I feel like with Noro, you get this vegetable matter that is like entrenched in there because right. it's been, it's been combed and spun into it in a right. way that it's hard to sort of extract. Right. It doesn't make me love Noro any less. It's just a factor of it's working with Noro. Noro. That's what yeah. you get when you work with Noro. Um, so there Particularly, I think it's skein by skein. One skein did not have as much VM as as this the second skein, um, and it's easy to pick out. And it's just sort of a fact. It just goes into it. You're getting a yarn that is close to the place where it was born. So, for those of you who don't know about Pioneer, it is um, a yarn that was specifically made for Verpur keeping warm. A woman named Sally Fox has a a flock of sheep um, in Inverness, I believe, which is on the coast of California. And the um, sheep are raised there. The yarn is, I don't think, spun in California. But um, then it's brought back to Christine, who um, either there's some uh, of the colorways or the natural colors, and some are dyed in her natural dyes. And... um, and then sold at the store. And people went nuts. Apparently, Jenny and I got there shortly after opening on that day. And apparently, there was, like, a line was outside. A <laughs> it was crazy. A madhouse. It was so funny. And I, I definitely felt caught up. I, I thought, oh, at the moment, I need to buy all the yarn I'm ever going to want. Right. Uh, but I have to remember, there's always going to be yarn. I can buy this. And I had stayed with it. I'm staying within my yarn budget so far. Yeah. So. Uh, my yardage budget. So, um, yeah, I enjoy it. It's, it's really, uh, it's, it's close to sheep, but in a very clean, fresh way. I, that's the best way I can describe it, I guess. Um, so I'm working on that. I'm on the armholes and, um, I'm very worried about running out of yarn and the lovely, lovely Michael Wade happened to have some wolf lichen from the previous incarnation of pioneer uh-huh. so he gave me half a skein so in case i start to get low does it match not really but it will be just be on the uh the binding for the armholes and okay. so i feel like if it's going to be different anywhere i can live with it right there right um but i i actually think i might make it 
Yay! I think I might make it with, with the three skeins that I had. So my gauge was a little off, so I'm, of course, using more yarn than intended. It always makes it more exciting. It does make and it nail more exciting. biting at the yeah. end. <laughs> so. I, uh, I've been buying some yarn. Um, I bought that one skein of Pioneer, I think, in the huntery green color. Right, this the darker green. Yeah, and then I also bought... Um, Pam Allen's Quince Company. Oh yeah. Oh um, right. At I think Turn. The worsted. No. no. Did I get chickadee? Chickadee is the sport. Wait. Yeah, I got the chickadee. Okay. Um, in a fox-like orange. Oh. And then I yes. got a white to make Matilda a little fox toy. Did you see that fox sweater? Yes. I sent you. I saw the fox sweater too. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's uh, I think it's uh, is it Julie Caparco? Um, I don't know. It's the woman who does the peepo pie vest. Is that the, who am I thinking of the right person? Julie's Kitchen. Um, and it is a sweater with uh, foxes. foxes in it, color work foxes in it. It is so freaking cute. It's nutso. It is called Foxy Loxy Jumper. Oh. Foxy uh, Loxy. Oh, yeah, that is so cute. It doesn't go up big enough for Adrian. Otherwise, I would. I guess I could just make it because this is in DK. I could make it in a bigger weight yarn. Oh, you could totally do that. I wonder how he would feel about that. He's gotten very particular. Oh, that's something. Oh, here's something I made. Oh, I did make something else. I made him a pair of mittens that he requested, and they are in. I have to look up. I have to look. It's an art fibers yarn. Oh, art fibers. Oh, Rest in peace. I know. I don't even know what to say. We've been through so much with Art Fibers. <sighs> but Art Fibers is finally shuttering. They have shuttered already. They are, they have, I think they closed at the, At the end. end of November. Okay. Right? And I did not go again. I have I have enough Art Fibers yarn to remember them by. Right. Me too. I took the <laughs> stuff I was going to trade down because I was like, oh, oh yeah, it's the last <laughs> of it. I have to keep it. Yeah. Um I had this Art Fibers yarn, and I've, I've got to look it up because I don't – I'm trying to remember the name off the top of my head. Basque, I believe, is what it is. Oh. Yes. It's like – it was the mohair it silk? It is mohair silk. Yeah. This will be interesting. So he picked it out a long time ago and because there was purple in there. I liked that yarn. And he said, I want a pair of mitt- mittens in this yarn – and uh, I was like, okay, and I put it aside, and he kept bugging me. And then the looming trip to New York, I was like, oh, i got to make this kid some mittens. And I'm wondering how – it's not going to be that cold in New York, but mohair silk, I don't know how warm they're actually going to be. I think it's going to be pretty warm. Okay. So I made uh, one, and I, he uh, had originally asked for the cuff to be green, which I had green, and the top to be purple. So I did that. I'm almost finished. And he goes, oh, no, I wanted it the other way. I wanted the purple down here. And I was like, oh, get, are you really? And I was like, oh, well, lucky for you, I have to knit another one. So the second one I'll knit. And he's also luckily very agreeable. He's like, oh, great. The great other one. Idea, Mom. The other one will be like that. <laughs> and then I actually ran out of green. So on uh, the, the one that has a green hand, it's purple at the top and a purple thumb. So. They're pretty cute. And I just made that pattern up. I just sort of was like, how hard can it be to make up this up? Not Stuck hard a, Yeah, not that hard. So I did. I made him a pair of mittens out of this Art Fibers Basque, which is deep, deep, so so deep stash. I can't remember the date. It has ND, which means no date, which means I can't remember when I bought it. Nice. Some Art Fibers frenzy is when I bought it. <laughs> so um, oh, I also bought some more Elsa wool. Because Harold's oh, yeah. like, Harold. I want a cabled sweater. Oh. And so I bought the Elsa wool. And then after I bought the Elsa wool, I accidentally felted my Portland sweater. <gasps> That's right. It was so, so sad. How did this happen? I was washing it because I went out to eat. Oh, no. I was wearing it during Thanksgiving. And I was trying to get a piece of acorn squash out of the pool of butter that had pooled in the bottom of the acorn squash, uh-huh. and it splashed on my oh, sweater. Oh, my gosh. So then I was like, okay, I just have to wash it. And so I put it in, that, in my front loader on the hand wash cycle, 
and my front loader went crazy and it felt like it defied you like it was like I this think doesn't it, mean hand, I think you since don't want it was the only thing in the washer it got confused the balance got off uh, and uh it just felted my portland I mean I can still wear it but it's tight <laughs> and felted <laughs> What gives you an excuse to make another sweater? I know. Does it give me an excuse to buy myself a sweater <laughs> again? <laughs> I don't know. So you're going to embark on another uh, Harold's sweater odyssey? Well, I was so sad about Portland that Harold was like, you can use that yarn to make yourself another one. I was like, oh. <laughs> I might have to do that. <laughs> we'll see. Um. I guess that could be my carrot to finish Harold's. If I can finish Harold's sweater, then I can buy myself. So have you started a sweater for her? Oh. No. I still have to do win you, the yarn. Do you have any ideas of what uh, you might? I was thinking Rhapsody and Tweed. <laughs> oh, Rhapsody and Tweed. Such a good pattern. How do you? How do you keep coming up years and years I later? Know. I mean, it's in such an old interweave. Um, and yet I'm still drawn. I know. I, there was something ultimately that undid that sweater for me. But maybe it wouldn't now. I, well, I went, you The Donegal Tweed aspect? No, I still have that Donegal Tweed. And I still think I'm making my brother a sweater out of that, which I have now about 14 months to do. That's what I should do right away. Um is that right? 14? Yeah, 14 months. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just doing the math. Um, uh, no, the funnel neck is what I'm not crazy about, but that's just a personal style uh, choice. And you could change that. I could change that. My, my, my other one issue is that I don't know if our climate is just too warm for Harold to wear a cable pullover. Right. So now I'm thinking maybe I should make a cardigan. Um, and I was looking for a good cable cardigan pattern, and mm-hmm. I wasn't really coming up with anything that I found really exciting. So I don't know. Um, so men's cardigan, well, couldn't you turn a lot of things into a cardigan? Yes. Not Rhapsody and Tweed because I believe it has a, a giant central, center pa- central panel. panel. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have to think about it. I was looking in a fine fleece to see if there's something in there. The ultimate reference. Like even if you don't knit a specific pattern from that, there's right. going to be something you can refer to. Yeah. So I might, I might end up modifying something or maybe I'll just make up my own cable motif. Here's are some skin tight mittens. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the intention, but you know They're going to be warm. They're going to be really warm yeah, and you can are. layer them. Yeah. No, the, the, yeah, these are super toasty. All right. Bring on the cold weather. Let's do it. Um, in other yarn acquisition news, yes, we received a, a, like a, it like winning the lottery. It was it was like a a gift that was like winning the lottery. That was like the lottery that you didn't even enter. Yes, <laughs> you're so, like I didn't know I entered the lottery. Oh my god! I ordered some fiber from Pigeon Roof Studios for my niece to spin. Um, because she just loves spinning, That's and she loves amazing. purple. And Krista <laughs> makes the most amazing purple. Yeah, she does. so many. It's so them. beautiful. This is it's a, BFL silk. A gathering of plums. Plums, and it's uh, yeah, it's just this deep, deep purple and lighter color, like white and natural, and then like a lighter. Magenta, what is that color? It's got like a, a slight pink undertone. It's bright. It's gorgeous. And there's a little bit of blue in there. Yeah. Um, Stunning. So I opened the box. Which must have seemed much larger than yeah. you expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe it's just really fluffy or something. 
and it just needed a big box. And then I open it and I'm like, wait, I think I might have gotten someone else's order because <laughs> there's this yarn in there. Um, and then there was a little note in the yarn that said, happy holidays. And there was one for Jenny and one for me. And, Jen, and both of them were uh, four skeins of, of Bacchus Aaron. Which is a oh yarn that God. I've been drooling over, over for so long. And then every once in a while, um, it'll go. she'll have some at Article Pratt and then it immediately like sells out. Or there's like one skein left. Right. And I'm like, ah, what am I going to do with one skein? You know. Uh, but now you have now not have, just one. I have four skeins. So Jenny told me this. <laughs> Did you just tell me this last night? Have I only been stocking since last night? Was it last night? Or was it two nights it ago? It was two nights ago. Okay, that I was texting you. I was better. like, oh my God, you'll never believe what I got in the mail today. I feel today. a little bit better about that. So um, the color she sent me is Harvest, which is orange. And, which really is great because... beautiful I really, orange. I honestly, am not even joking when I say I need an orange sweater. <laughs> because uh, my orange sweater, which is the, my Amelie sweater, right. I just, I don't wear yeah. it. I'm, yeah. Amelia, not Amelie. Right. Uh, I just, I don't wear it because of the style right. anymore because I've moved, I, you know, I've moved on to a new style point of my life. So, I am... Um, I immediately went to work. the The first sweater that I loved that was knit in this yarn uh-huh. is uh, "Golden Wheat" by Vera Mamaki, mm. um, which is going to kind of pose that similar problem. It is closure just at the top, right? Um, so I'm not sure that's where I'm going, or, or if that's the type of sweater that I need in my wardrobe right now. So I'm, right. I'm trying to be really conscious of. Of that, of what I need and and how it fits into, you know, what I own and what I'm wearing. So uh, it was a good entry point because as it turns out, one of a a woman who really loves Vera Valmaki patterns also really loves Bacchus Uh and has knit like five sweaters in Holy in this crap. yarn. So let me Is that going to be us after we knit with Bacchus? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be like saving our yarn pennies and like only exclusively knitting with Bacchus. Um, so this woman, and this woman is, I believe, in Hong Kong. So it's very interesting. Like, so she's getting, she's importing this yarn. Uh, let's see, where is she? I will find her in a moment. Her name is Agnes. And but there's quite a few interesting sweater choices in here, and um, I know that eight hundred. What's this about eight hundred? Eight eighty. Eight eighty doesn't seem quite enough, but it is an Aaron weight yarn that knits up at. If you do a three quarter sleeve sweater, that's um, a little cropped, right? I think you would make it. So this woman. Um, Agnes Senciel or Agne Senciel, Senciel uh, has a number of pattern uh, projects that she has knit. She knit the Sprout Cardigan by Vera Valmaki. Uh, I'm just going to do this. And uh, but the one that is, I think, okay, one for me uh-huh. is Flowing Lines because I Beautiful. do not have a pullover. And one of my favorite old sweaters, a store-bought sweater, was this orange pullover. Mm. And I do have enough. It has, um, I think, you know, again, I would make a few modifications, like shortening it. Is that lace or cables? It's cables. Okay. Um, And I really like it. My concern is about the shoulders and how the shoulders would pull up over. It's kind of like the Britannia sweater. It is. It's cute, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, did Aaron make this sweater? Aaron, yeah, okay. Aaron B. has made this sweater. Okay. Of course. There's nothing I, I will knit that Aaron has not knit before me. <laughs> Which is kind of awesome. Yeah. <laughs> she can tell me what I need to do. So uh, I definitely have enough. Uh, this is a size small and 760 yards. So this is a very striking possibility, I think. Here is a sweater that I think would be great. For you, if you are interested in knitting a sweater, is the Driven Sweater. Where is it? Oh, lost our search. Also, we did lose our search. How did that happen? Um, which is also a Vera Valmaki sweater. So there's something about Vera and, uh, and Krista that is working together. And Driven is an open front 
cardigan that has some really oh, nice like lines. A has a roll neck. It has these nice lines. Yeah, that's beautiful. Uh, and uh, and it's a very simple. Very simple. It looks like it's it looks like it's garter it with some like slip garter, stitch, right? And some stockinette detail. at the at the uh, collar to make the roll neck. And there's a little detail here at the bottom. And she has some great advice. Hers grew a little bit. Uh-huh. So like, I think it's intended to be a little shorter than this. But it is a nice length. Yeah. And I believe she knit it in 740. What? She made is the she ex- a tiny person? I don't know. But the, the, the requirements for this sweater, I thought, were pretty. Let's look at the actual. She must be a tiny person. But he, so see where it's supposed to be much shorter than how right. that that woman was wearing it. So if you were knitting, say, the the medium or even the large, I think that it would, you probably would have enough because the largest, the extra extra large, takes eleven twenty oh. of uh, Aran weight yarn. Wow. So even if you were making the large, which I don't think I think for an open front cardigan, I would if I were you, I'd make the medium. Yeah, I would make the medium, and I think you would have plenty. It's just it's a nice casual sweater, good work sweater. Yeah, it reminds me of the Bailey cardigan. Yeah, in a lot of ways, it just has a couple of of different style lines that she's right. intentionally made along the front and uh, along the bottom to give it a border. So, um, so yeah, the the golden wheat was the first thing that came to mind for me, but I I think I like the idea of a pullover. Um, and that flowing lines might be it. I want to look at a few more flowing lines to see how people, uh, what people have done and how it's worked out for people. Um, but I think it would be great in this color. I couldn't tell the, the color quite from the, the text you sent me, but it's really beautiful burnt orange, which, hi, look what I'm wearing today. I know. <laughs> burnt orange. I got the Robin's Oh, right. We didn't even talk about color. Jay's pretty color. Just so gorgeous. It's like a beautiful... Of tropical blue. So I had said sweater, but what were you thinking of something else before? I don't know. I, I just never thought that it would be enough for a sweater. Mm. I guess because I've been making things so oversized. Right, and cable Yeah. You're making a lot of stuff with lots of cables. Yeah. Um, but I am, I have been wearing my wool peddler shawl a lot, so I was thinking like a giant shawl. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think 880 is a little much for... I mean, it would be like a blanket. It would be a blanket. Um, so maybe I should make like a three-quarter sleeve fitted pullover. Um, you know? Yeah, I mean, you could probably try something like flowing lines if it's shortening up the sleeves. Right. Or maybe I should make... Oh, Britannia. Britannia and match Matilda. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. My brain just exploded. <laughs> can you get it done by Christmas? That's the question. <laughs> so you could be wearing matching Christmas sweaters. Oh, Let's see. I'm looking. Oh, you're knitting it right now. The, the gauge is going to be... I don't think you can get 18. Do you think you could get eight? I don't know. Looking at Bacchus, I don't think you could get 18 over I think four. I would have to see what my gauge is and then knit a smaller size. Right. I mean, and there are like a million sizes There's to choose so from sizes. because it's, crazy. it's sized from like a baby up into a 4XL, which is amazing. Wow. That is incredible. It's pretty amazing the way that you can knit the sweater in any size. Yeah, and I saw somebody knit the sweater with short sleeves, and it was really cute. It was really cute. I, I, I love thought, the boat neck aspect. Yeah, it was bow neck and short sleeve, and I thought that has a wearability factor for me. Um, and I was thinking about actually another of Chris's yarns that I have, which I've been holding on to with Dear Life, which is the her DK Superwash Merino and Melusine that I've just keep changing my mind about what it should be. And I actually thought about the Britannia sweater uh, with short sleeves. We could all match. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so thank you, Krista. Oh, my God, Krista. You're thank amazing. you. That is ama- it's such a, a wonderful surprise. Um, 
So uh, there are a few other things I've been thinking about knitting. I just uh-huh. wanted to put out there, which, um, Oh, leg warmers. I've been obsessed with making leg warmers. Maybe because we went through that cold snap and this uh, student of mine. I tell you about the student who learned how to knit and her second project was Afternoon Tea by Helen Stewart. No. Like a lace shawl. Holy crap. First project, I don't know, like a stockinette swatch. Second project, lace shawl. You know. Wow. Some people are just truly amazing. Yeah. I mean, I think when you don't know what you're not supposed to do, you don't not do it. Right. <laughs> You know, she's like, okay. So she was, I said, well, what do you think about making next? And she says, I want to knit these leg warmers, but the yarn is really expensive. And I was like, oh, honey, I got to teach you a thing or two about yarn substitution. Right. Um, And I was like, well, what's the yarn? And she's like, oh, it's Madeline Tosh and it's like $20 a skein. She's like, but it's really beautiful. That's the yarn I want to use. And so somehow I came across the pattern. It was a a knitty pattern called uh, Nazki. And they are, it's a, their leg warmers are mostly stockinette, but with a, like a lace panel up the side, a lace cable-ish thing on the side. And it it at, tells you to use like three skeins of DK weight yarn. And uh-huh. I was told her, I was like, first of all, you can de- definitely knit them in two skeins. And I was like, just knit one. And when you run out of yarn, you're done. And then knit the other. And I was like, that there, you just saved $20. Right. And then I gave her some ideas for yarn substitution. And when I did, one of them was Malabrigo Rios. And I was uh-huh. like, oh, God, I have those two skeins of Malabrigo Rios and Cumparacita that I have tried to make into, like, four different projects. And every time I start, I'm like, nope, this isn't it. No, nope, this isn't it. And I was like, maybe these need to be leg warmers. So I went on a leg warmers quest, and then Adrian decided – he wanted leg warmers. That's awesome. <laughs> and we went up to Claudia Yarns because she carries that um, Fido Yarns, uh-huh. and it's this gorgeous, that gorgeous pink. And she didn't have two skeins in the color that I wanted, and Adrian's like, "Oh, well, that's the colors that my that's the color my leg warmers is going to be." Oh I was like, "Well, then she doesn't have enough for us." He's like, "We need to have the same." I was like, "Okay." She doesn't have enough. He was like determined. We were not leaving the yarn store without buying that yarn. I was like, there isn't enough yarn here, dear. We'll come back. <laughs> but in the meantime, I think I might try to either. Uh, I, the Noski uh, is the one uh, pattern. The other is something that's been on my radar for a long time. It's uh, Some Cloudy Day by Tiny Owl Knits. Oh, these yeah. really cute lace uh, leg warmers that people have knit in anything from sock weight up to worsted weight. So I'm considering that too, but I have a few things I, I'm going to finish. I, I may never knit. Leg warmers may just be my dream project. It may be my knitted pants. Our knitted fantasies. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, yeah. yeah. Um, this is going to conclude our chatting segment. I'm going to record another session uh, section about the Uli prizes and a little com- a little idea. Actually, I'm going to talk. Let me talk a little bit about Uli for next year. Okay. I don't know if there will be a prize factor in Uli for 2014. I haven't really worked that out. But um, what I've decided is I'm just going to declare a quarterly focus and then like a monthly focus. Okay. So you don't have to do it. You can still participate and knit whatever the hell you want. But if you are someone who likes to focus on something, I'm going to put that out there. And what I think the first quarter of 2014 is going to be sweaters. All right. Uh, I have the the sweater that I have a 14 month deadline for my brother. Now I have this Bacchus Aaron. I have some. I have yarn that I want to make into sweaters. So I I want to see if I can can focus on sweaters. And then as far as a January challenge, um, I am challenging people to use that precious yarn, that yarn that you're like, oh, but I'm saving it for something. Use it. You don't have to lose it, but try to use it. Um, or because we will just experience the holiday season, a recently acquired yarn. So if someone gave you yarn over the holidays uh, and you feel like you need to hold on to it for its preciousness factor, think about using it because then it won't become deep stash. I think that we have to both oh, yes. on our Bacchus Aaron. This, that would be, I could do a sweater and precious yeah. recently acquired yarn. That is, cheers. Done. We're cheersing our yarn. Cheers. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Nicole, and I'm back with our Uli Prize segment. And I want to start out by doing a quick giveaway. I just thought it would be fun to uh, give away a skein of yarn and a pattern 
A friend of the podcast, Amy Christophers, has donated a copy of her Marianne hat pattern. And I have a skein of weekend wool that we were given by Green Mountain Spinnery, which is the yarn that it was uh, originally knit in. And so what I did was I pulled up all the projects that I could that are tagged with Uli, and I came up with 2,319 projects as of today. And uh, I went to random.org and the number 1,233 came up. I scrolled through the pages and I came uh, to project 1,233 and it was a project by Stariel, Ariel of Seattle, Washington. So yay, Stariel. Um, PM me your address and when you do that, I will give Amy your uh, information and she can send you a copy of the pattern. We also have another copy of the pattern and another skein of weekend wool that I will put in to the grand prize package for uh, for the grand prize winner, which brings me to the drawings. Um, I posted a thread about how this will work, but I just thought I would let you guys know on the podcast. For the individual months, what I'm going to do is pull um, one person from the original thread. So instead of having people resubmit or doing some crazy raffle, raffle, I just thought I'll go into the Uli 1 thread, pick a winner. Go into Uli 2 thread, pick a winner, assign, give you a prize. For the grand prize winner, um, you will need to go to the grand prize thread in Ravelry and post only once your list of 13 or more Uli's. You only have to list up to 13, but you're welcome to list up to however many you put in there um, and link to each project. Um, and then on January 18th, 2014, I will close that thread and draw a winner. So um, there are lots of prizes. I haven't assembled how they're all going to work, but I thought I would talk about all the yummy things and give some thanks to our sponsors. And first up in our sponsors is um, Helen Stewart, Hell's Bells, uh, Curious Handmaid. She is donating a copy of her um, of two of her shawl patterns, and I will mention which yarns they will go with when I tell you about the yarns. Um, but I also wanted to mention a couple of things that Helen is up to right now. One is she has started a podcast that you can find at CuriousHandmade.com. And the other is that she has a, a pattern collection that she put out in December for, uh, she's called it a knit vent, like an advent calendar. And it's eight patterns. They're all accessories. Uh, they're all adorable. There's a shawl, three cowls, two pairs of mitts, a hat and a water bottle cozy. So I might've repeated something there, but, um, it's very lovely. Um, I love Helen's design aesthetic. The fresh powder cowl, I think is my favorite. It's looks very soft and it's a cable and lace pattern. I believe originally it has to be knit in something that has Angora in it. Yes. Angora and Merino. It's just has, looks like a fluff ball. It looks like fresh powder. So uh, thank you, Helen. Um, Helen is offering Stash and Burn listeners a 20% discount on the pattern collection. The collection was a, a priced up until December 24th at $9, and then after December 24th goes up to $12. But with 20% off, $12, you are really pretty much back down to $9. And it's an astonishing price for eight patterns. So the... Um, the code for that is stash bust. So uh, thank you very much, Helen. And I want to now talk about some of our other amazing Uli prizes. Um, so we have, and I've mentioned this before, two skeins, and these will be separate prizes. One is uh, from Tactile Fiber Arts, um, who is Maya Disco. She is local to us here in the Bay Area, and she does natural dyeing on sustainably sourced fibers. Beautiful work. And she's um, donated a skein of Arcata Lace in Mallard. And... Um, to go with that, um, I'm will you will would be receiving Helen Stewart's radiance pattern, which is something I had talked about earlier in the year and something I, I do really want to knit. I have the perfect yarn for it, and I just never started that project up. Um, also from Maya, we have a Soledad sock in ember. It's uh, 430 yards of sock yarn in a beautiful um, stash and burny orange and yellow. <laughs> Um, from a good yarn in Sarasota 
Florida, which looks like an amazing yarn store. Yeah, I kind of think about well, how do people who live in warmer, more humid climates, you know, how do they stick with their uh, knitting habit? But if I had a yarn store like this, I think it would be easy. They do a lot of interesting things. They get exclusive colorways from uh, yarn Look like small dyers, indie dyers. That's the word I was looking for. Um, and um, I think it's a, a really clever way to build a client base and actually uh, it makes me want to follow their page. They um, are, have donated Serenity Chunky um, by Zen Yarn Garden in their, um, in their colorway Frilly Fiji. So um, I don't have a pattern assigned to that yet, but I'm looking for something good that will be for Chunky Yarn. Um, we have the Juniper Lemon Shawl Kit, which comes with the yarn and the Juniper Lemon Shawl Pattern by Jayla Spiro, the uh, mastermind behind the Knit Circus Empire of books and podcasts and magazines. Um, we have three skeins of Gems Worsted uh, from Louette, and Louette is a yarn, fiber, and spinning, weaving tool purveyor, uh, from Canada. Um, uh, we have a gorgeous skein of La Jolla fingering superwash from Ba Yarns, uh, in this peacock green. It's just a vibrant jadey color. I love it. And, uh, with that yarn, uh, you will be getting the Odessa shawl pattern from Helen Stewart. Um, we have a package of yarns from Bijou Basin, Bijou Basin our uh, leading pro uh, provider of yak-based yarns. So in that package, there's a sport weight 100% yak down. There's a sport weight 50-50 yak cormo and a sport weight 50, I'm sorry, 75 yak, uh, 25. Oh, I don't say what the other thing is. Well, that is a mystery. It will be not a mystery if you win this prize and get that yarn. <laughs> so thank you, Bijou Basin. Uh, yarn Sisters, who um, are a group of women who distribute uh, the yarns for Zelana and um, have a focus on possum-based yarns, um, possum-down-based yarns, have donated this just scrumptious skein of Zelana Air, which is cashmere and possum down and mulberry silk. It's nuts. It's like soft and light. And uh, that will also come with a hat pattern that they are providing. Um, we have two packages from our friend Angela Fleur de Fiber. Uh, both, uh, they're the same, but different colorways. One is a skein of Acadian and Fjord Blue, uh, which is a merino sock yarn and a skein of argentum in a slate gray, which has um, merino, silk, uh, nylon, and silver. And the other from uh, Fleur de Fiber is um, the same two yarns. Uh, one is in Desert Flower and the other is uh, argentum is in Mary's Place. So one of those will go in the grand prize package and one will be one of the prizes for the monthly prize. Um so, um, we have a prize from Neighborhood Fiber Company. Neighborhood Fiber Company comes to us uh, from Baltimore, and uh, Carita Collins has become uh, kind of a, a new staple on the yarn show circuit. I am looking forward to seeing her booth and meeting her at Stitches West, along with her teammates from Team Awesome, uh, Cephalopod Yarns and Dragonfly Fibers, I believe will be together in a booth at Stitches West. And uh, Karina ha Karita has provided a skein, uh, one skein of silk and one skein of mohair in this beautiful forest green, um, along with a pattern for her iodine cowl, which uses both yarns. It's absolutely gorgeous. We are receiving a skein of Bugga from Cephalopod Yarn, and we will also have a skein of yarn from Dragonfly Fibers as a prize. We have a little package from Mountain Colors, uh, one skein of Crazy Foot. It's a uh, 90-10 uh, wool nylon sock yarn in Harmony Soft Rock. 
and then a 4-8 wool, which is a, a worsted weight wool in Harmony Iris. The soft rock, uh, Harmony soft rock is um, tones of brown, and the Harmony Iris is tones of purple. Um, both beautiful. Uh, we love mountain colors. I believe earlier in this episode, we're just talking about barefoot. Um, another prize is two skeins of Manos Maxima in a gorgeous tealy green, along with a pattern for a bias scarf with ribbed cables um, by Lisa Myers. Uh, I mentioned the weekend wool uh, that we have from Green Mountain Spinnery. We have a skein of uh, Everlasting Decay from Dream and Color. A beautiful, I can't even describe it, pinky, brownie, purpley beautifulness. <laughs> we have two skein, two uh, two yarns donated by a listener, Catherine. Uh, who's Ocean Blue on Ravelry, she uh, donated two skeins of Fearless Fiber Lace uh, in Feeling Blue, and then a, another skein of Lace Weight in, uh, it's a seventy thirty Alpaca Silk from um, Alpaca with a Twist. It's Lace Fino. We have a $25 uh, Cotton Clouds gift certificate, which um, is uh, Cotton Clouds is a, a store where you can buy organic cotton uh, yarns, and we also have a $25 gift certificate for Alpaca Direct, which not only sells alpaca yarn, but alpaca socks and apparel and home goods, which I did not know until I went to their website to uh, to give you guys this list. And um, we also mentioned that we have a skein of yarn from the Yarn Boutique from their, uh, from their exclusive line. And uh, we also have some prizes from Yucalan. So uh, there's a bottle of Yucalan that we'll put in the grand prize package. And then um, we got some samples and a few other things. And there's lots of other little goodies. I didn't, I didn't even think to put this on the list. We, um, some people will receive some shawl pins. Some people will receive needles from Knitter's Pride. We had, uh, there are cubics, they're square needles. We have, uh, kind of an array of their needle line. And actually I am doing some um, testing on their needles to give you a review, hopefully early in the new year. So lots of amazing prizes, lots of amazing prize sponsors. I thank everyone who has helped me assemble this list um, from, you know, the reps to their, to the, to the companies, to anybody who's contacted me, anybody who's responded kindly to my responses. So y'all, um, over the long weekend in January that we have here in the States, uh, I will be pulling prizes and maybe Jenny and I will try to get together and assemble prizes so that they're easy to ship out once we've heard from you. Um, I, at some point, said that I was going to make project bags for everybody who won. I still want to try to do that. I do have a couple weeks off. Um, they may be kind of quick and dirty little project bags, but, um, it would make me happy to make something for all of our winners if I can get to that. So, um, thank you all for participating, Willie. I'm so happy this has worked out. I'm excited for next year and, um, have a great holiday. Yes. And, uh, we will resolve to try to do this once a month. Yes. Once a month. Definitely. We we can get on the once a month. There's going to be 12 episodes next year at least. There we go. All right. All right. Awesome. Bye. Bye. It's not too